What's up, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your girl, Asia Abstin. Missed you guys, as always. And that was Nicki Minaj, Sir, featuring Future to open the show. You know I'm in a Nicki vibe. I'm in a Nicki mood. <sighs> Y'all know what just went down at Fashion Week. Um, not that that shit was cool. I do not condone tomfoolery, especially in couture gowns. But, um, you know, things went left. And we're just going to save that for another episode because that's not what we're talking about today. But shout out to Nicki because I really do like this Queen album. She fell off for me um, for a while with the last one. But she got me back. And I'm really excited to go see her and future whenever they uh, go on tour. I know they pushed it back, but it is coming soon. Anyway, what's up, friends? Um, today I want to talk to you guys about Serena, Colin, the whole Nike situation. It is just a lot going on in the world of sports these days, especially sports as it ta- pertains to my african-american brothers and sisters and uh you know what they got going on in the game in the streets right now and um i know you guys have seen the nike ad the dream crazy nike ad narrated by colin kaepernick and if you haven't seen it let me give you a little recap of it basically you're getting clips and images of athletes both world famous and you know otherwise overcoming obstacles to become spectacular in what they do. Like you see a football player born with only one hand and making it to huge level college sports. You see a young man that's wrestling that has no legs. Like it's overcoming the greatest possible obstacles that you can and still doing what you want to do because the whole campaign is about dream crazy. And if you don't think that your dreams are big enough then they'll never come true they need to be absurd no one has ever done it before that's how big your dreams need to be and they will still come true they can they will you have to believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything and um, obviously that ties into Colin Kaepernick because he can't get a job He cannot get hired as an NFL quarterback because of his opposition to racial injustice in the form of peaceful protest during the national anthem. It's a shit show and it's disgusting. But this Nike ad has blown me away. I'm not going to lie. I've seen it three times and I cried every time. I hit a whole thug tear several times watching that ad. It was just so powerful, so moving, um, so impressive, especially, you know, for those of us that are entrepreneurs, those of us that are creatives, those of us that are steering off the beaten path and want to do something different than what our parents did or what society is doing or telling us to do. It could be anything that you want to be into. There are people in your life that are going to tell you that you can't do it. And we all know that that's not true. When someone's telling you what you can't do, it's just a reflection of the failures of their own lives. It really has nothing to do with you. So this ad really hit home. I am not an athlete by no means at all whatsoever, but I felt this one in my soul like Nike did. 
this Colin Kaepernick dream crazy ad. It's it's fucking phenomenal. So it's really interesting now, though, the results of the ad have been pretty wild. Um, Racist white people are now burning all of their Nike gear, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, but okay. Um, I've seen some places post that their employees can no longer wear Nike gear to work. I've seen people cutting the Nike logo out of their um, clothes that they've purchased. Just dumb. Like, how does that, that is not hurting Nike's feelings. Like, this is a multi-billion dollar company. Do you think that your six sweat-stained t-shirts being burned in your mama's garage is going to hurt Nike's feelings? You are an idiot. You're as dumb as you appear to be. So that's been like a really big viral thing. Um, You know, these assholes are trying to call for some type of boycott of Nike. Like, are you fucking retarded? Like, that makes absolutely no sense. It's not going to go anywhere. And the money is saying something different. Nike has seen an exponential sales boost over this past Labor Day weekend when this Colin, Colin Kaepernick ad came out stock is going at $80 a share it's NKE if you guys want the stock symbol that's what you need to do like I've been seeing a lot of people um especially our people buying Nike products you know to show their support and that's cute and that's great shout out let's just buy the Nike stock instead or a shit okay do both do both get a fresh pair of Hirachis shout out Nike on the gram whatever but get that stock too. Again, that simple is NKE. It's $80 a share right now. It's only going to keep going up because Nike knows what they're doing. These people have studied their uh, demographic through and through. They can read the minds of their demo and they know what they're doing. This is a ballsy move to stand behind someone like Colin. But this is what Nike is great at. This is what they do. So shout out to them. Um, cop that stock if you really want to make a change in supporting them and make a change in your financial future, securing your bag while supporting these brands that you buy into anyway. Like why just be a consumer when you can be an owner? You know, that's just my little tidbit on the the burning of gear versus buying more gear like uh there's a third alternative and it's been unsportsmanlike I don't know I, again I don't play sports but something like that um basically being called everything but a child of God because racial inequality especially police brutality is at the forefront of his mind so he cannot stand and put his heart put his hand over his heart and praise this flag that represents some BS because it ain't all America the Great and America the Beautiful and it ain't for us for sure. And, you know, he made a silent, peaceful protest against that and many other athletes have joined him since then and I just love them so much for that. It's spectacular. And, you know, black athletes forever have been using their platform to protest things. It's not just Colin. I mean, it goes all the way back to the early 1900s, like 1908. Jack Johnson, the world's first black heavyweight champion, was constantly protesting white supremacy. He was so bold. I mean, this is when black people were being lynched. Homes were being burned down. You could be murdered in the streets and nobody would serve any type of consequences. He was protesting 
racial supremacy from white people. He was so bold that he was dating white women. He had to go to prison because he was found guilty of transporting a white woman across state lines. Like, willingly, y'all was going on a date. But they put you in prison for shenanigans like that. I mean, risking life and limb to say that, you know, you're not going to be treated any type of way just because you're black. All the way up to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar not participating in the Olympics. All the way up to, this one was my personal favorite, Tommy Smith and John Carlos um, back in 1968. You guys have seen these pictures, I hope, um, raising the black power fist after winning the gold and the bronze in the Olympics, like, in the, in the 60s. You know how dangerous that was? You know how bold that was? I mean, these men got back to the States and they damn near took their medals away. They couldn't get coaching jobs. They got no support from anybody. They were outcast Olympians and outcasts at the same time because they used that second to stand in a strong, united protest against being treated like trash. And, you know, I've always found it so interesting that black people don't even want revenge. We just want equality. And how lucky are those racist white people that that's all we want is equality and not revenge. Like, could you just imagine for a second if that was the collective thought of our people? But it's not. So this whole uh, athlete protest thing has just been really, really um, significant really dynamic. I'm really impressed. It gets on the president's nerves and you know, I'm all for that. President Cheeto can beat it for me. So I couldn't care less. So I'm here for that. They have my full support. And even, you know, Serena Williams has been all over the headlines lately for being the badass bitch. She is the greatest athlete of all time in Wim at Wimbledon back in 2016. She gave the black power fist when she was winning. And it was like the biggest thing that happened in tennis. Everybody, it was such a controversy. Like, she's black. She from Compton. What did you think she was going to do? Who did you think she was out here doing it for? She was doing it for herself and her people. And shout out to her. I love me some Serena Williams. Um, Just the other day, she got fined $17,000 for calling out the referee. And the referee called her out on some sexism and on some racism by alluding, or no, did he, he flat out said that she was being coached from the sidelines. First of all, every coach of every sport ever coaches from the sideline. That's just not a thing. That's every, it's not a thing not to be coached. Like that makes no sense. And even if he were to be trying to coach her, that doesn't mean that she's receiving it. That doesn't mean she's doing everything that, her coach is telling her to do. So she told the ref flat out, I'm not being coached. You know, basically that's not what's happening. And you are offending me by even alluding to the fact that I would be doing anything like cheating and you owe me an apology. And buddy went all the way left and stole a point from her. So she called him a thief and him being called a thief is what led to her getting $17,000 worth of fines. So this is what, and I'm not promoting um, unsportsmanlike conduct. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is Andre Agassi, John McEnroe, I mean, the list goes on and on of 
male tennis players, white male tennis players that have gotten away with far, far, far worse. It's disgusting that we are in 2018 and when a woman shows passion or anger and rightfully so, she's labeled as hysterical. And when a man does it, he's outspoken. I'm not, I'm not here for it. I'm not having it. I'm not here for it. I'm not subscribing to the sexism that goes on and we're not perpetuating that. We can hang that up. We're leaving that shit in 2018. Serena Williams is not standing for it and I will not be standing for it. That girl has my full support. The double standard of, you know, women not being allowed to have anything to say without being called erratic. It's disgusting. And, um, we're not going to be overshadowed. You guys that stand complacent when women are talked down to, guess what? Just because you didn't do it doesn't mean that you're safe. The next time someone around you is being disrespected for voicing her opinion, you better stand up. You better have something to say about it. Or you're just as bad as the sexists that are doing it. It's not okay. And it never will be okay again. Not on my watch. Game of tennis, like, done enough to Serena Williams, the unfair drug testing, the constant comparisons to uh, what is a homegirl's name? Mayonnaise, um, uh, Maria Sharapova, who is not one one hundredth of an athlete that Serena Williams is. I mean, hasn't tennis done enough? Like they really blew me a couple. What is this? A couple weeks back when she was banned from wearing her uniform or her, you know, her black catsuit to play. How ridiculous is that? Especially because that catsuit was designed to prevent blood clotting. And blood clotting almost killed Serena Williams when she was pregnant with her baby. She's doing things for a reason to help her to be the best athlete in the world. And you worried about the fact that that ass is poking and you people are uncomfortable with the bodies that God has given us that you sit on surgical tables to receive? Come on. It's just, it's too much. It's just too much. It's too much. I'm shook and I'm overwhelmed. And just shout out to Serena for being the most gracious woman ever. Like when the crowd was booing Naomi Osaka for winning, Serena stood up twice and told the crowd, we're not doing that. Nobody's booing anybody. And she gave that girl a genuine hug and showed another young black queen nothing but love and admiration on that stage and that is just it's just it's beautiful beyond measure I'm so proud of her I'm such a fan and um you know shout out to Nike for picking these spectacular athletes among many others to stand by and support and show the world that, you know, you can be a corporation, you can be a billion dollar corporation, but you don't have to bury your head in the sand and not stand for anything just because you want to make sales. And that is a message for all of us entrepreneurs who are building companies and we're so terrified to alienate our consumer and our customer and our possible potential consumers and customers that we don't take a stand against things that are wrong. It can work. And again, even Nike is telling you just do it and they know what the hell they are talking about. Whew, okay, that was a lot. I could go on, but I won't. I am fully going to shift gears and change the subject because I 
reached out to my homegirl and she had a dope idea for something that she wanted to share on the show. So I'm going to flip over to that audio and share that with you guys and then I'll be back to wrap up the show. So here it is. So I reached out to my social media gang on my personal page, which is at Kamikaze Kitten. You guys should know this by now. I say this every episode. And um, I put in my Insta stories that I was looking for some motivation and some inspiration for the next episode. And of course, leave it to my girl, Kenzie, to come through in the clutch (laughs) and tell me that we should do like a little hotels segment of the show. And um, you should be familiar with hotels because that's the type of audience I have. Y'all are with the shits. So I, I know that you guys are ready to party. But basically, hotels are adventures from your past, from your slutty days, from your turn-up days. We were sowing your royal oats, getting to know yourself, <laughs> getting to know your neighbors, getting to know your dorm room mates, getting to know your coworkers, getting to know whoever you were getting to know. And um, usually hotels are a blast from the past. They could be recent. It could be whatever. So today we are talking hotels with my dog, Kenzie. What's up, Kenzie? Welcome to the show. Hey, girl. Thanks for having me. It is my pleasure. I mean, this was your idea. So, of course, you got to kick off hotels. The first Who doesn't segment. love a good hotel? That's like, they're entertaining. They're funny. They make you, like, relive crazy moments that happen. They're great. Exactly. This is why this is perfect. <laughs> and sidebar, get you some friends with some ideas. Okay, write this down, entrepreneurs. Get you some <laughs> friends with some ideas. Get you some friends that aren't haters and want to hold on to ideas themselves and want to share Hello. with you. Get you some friends that not just throw you good ideas, but will participate in the good ideas. Like, underline that. Put that on a t-shirt. Kamikaze told you. So, Kenzie, that's right. tell yes. me something give me the dirt give me something juicy what had happened what did he look like where were you Spill tea, girl. <laughs> well this person was someone that I went to college with shout out to Clark Ellie University okay. right um and you know we were always cool in college but we didn't actually like start to date or hang out or get intimate until like a few years after we graduated I think at the time I had already relocated to Miami, but I could have still been in Atlanta at any rate. Um, I was in Atlanta visiting. We hang out. We get dinner, bar hopping, club to club, blah, 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 blah. Okay. We had a room at the W. Okay. And you so know, we see, ended you up. You can't go wrong with the W. You cannot Hello? go wrong in a like, W. It's going to be lit. W's are set up for shenanigans. So you were in the right hotel. Seriously. Honestly, how could you not? No, nah, you can't. You can't. It's not possible. <laughs> you just. Hello. That's in the terms and conditions. Cut up at the W. Right. Exactly. So at any rate, you know, we make it to the rooftop bar. And then the one in Atlanta, I think it's called Whiskey, whatever, Peach. Whiskey Blue or something? Whiskey Blue. Yeah. I almost said Whiskey Mitras. (laughs) Yeah. I love Whiskey Blue. So, you know, the ambiance, the skylight. Yes, a vibe. A from Dale Frisco's. Mm -hmm. Hello. A whole vibe. Not to mention you've been drinking for the past. I don't know, six hours with this person. So and y'all I are find, lit. I find that you drink more at hotel bars because you know that Absolutely. your room is right upstairs. You don't have to drive. Absolutely. You don't have to go anywhere. If you want to change Absolutely. into some flats, it's right upstairs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout out to hotel mm-hmm. bars and other Seriously. Things. Seriously. Yeah. So we had just been drinking all day, ended there. 
And we're like stumbling back to our room. This has to be like 3, 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And this Negro convinces me to have sex in the elevator oh. with him. <laughs> now, uh, uh, and... <laughs> I, 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 no, we're not just going to, we're not going to glaze over that. We're going to back it up a little bit. Uh, first of all, define convince. Like, he suggested it so, or he's yeah. like, demand. yeah, like, I, no, like so he, he suggested it. And I was like with it in the back of my mind, but first instinct as a young woman, you're like, hold up, wait a minute, in the elevator so somebody could walk in and see exactly. me with my dress up and I'm looking like a whole tramp, which mm-hmm. is actually what ended up happening. Oh, <laughs> but like, I just wasn't, I was changing my mind, like, should I, should I not, whatever. Mm-hmm. He ended up persuading me. I was like, fuck it. Literally about... I don't know, maybe a minute or two and somebody is getting on the elevator. No. This man, you know, we're two young black kids. This older white man walks on the elevator, kind of peeps the scene. Wait, stays wait, there wait, for wait, a fart. Pause. Yes. What? No, 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 no. That's not how this works. He, he stepped onto the elevator seeing some spice He saw us like fumbling. Yeah, like obviously I'm pulling up. My panties pulling down my dress. He's like putting his dick away. Like it's like this whole moment. So he had like stepped on the elevator and then kind of processed it. Yes, he did. Kind of processed it and was like, nah, I'm good. It was like, oh, oh, sorry. And like sputtered and kind of like went off. But he was, he was there for a minute, like longer than what I would have been if I would have walked. I would have been like, oh shit, my bad. Like I wouldn't even, you know? Yeah, you know, a normal human being (laughs) would not have gotten on the elevator. Yeah, I don't know. He stepped on the elevator, child. Stepped right back off. It was so weird. What of course, was I was. Face like we were both like shook. Mind you, we're drunk. So at first, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you're not really. Mm-hmm. And then in a situation like that, like hate to speak to misogyny, but in a situation like that, anyways, the girl's always gonna look crazier than the man does. But yeah, that's a never fails. Another conversation, that's right, girl? That'd be on next episode. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just like at first, like this looks crazy. I look crazy. I look like a little thotty in the elevator. Blah right. blah 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 blah. But then within like. 20 minutes later, we were, like, busting up laughing about it. Because I'm like, I can't believe that you convinced me to do it. Exactly. And I was like, in the grand scheme of things, whatever. And this was a few years ago. I was in my 20s. Like, don't give a shit. I'm in Atlanta. I'm single. Whatever. You know, like, I was just doing the most. Right. (laughs) I am dying. I cannot believe somebody actually got on the... The unmitigated gall, the balls you gotta have to see somebody living their best life and get on. Why not just get on the other elevator? Take the stairs, nigga. Take the stairs or something. Point. And it's like three thirty a.m. It's like, what are you? Why are you doing? up? Right while we're up. <laughs> oh boy. And do you still you keep in touch with your homeboy from that adventure? Um. Or like, well, yeah, have you talked to him? No, not like that, but, like, you know, when I, you know, go to homecoming or, like, okay, you know, sometimes when I'm in Atlanta, I'll bump into him, say what's up. And reminiscing about that good time. Like, oh. Child, me and him have had too many. Like, we have had, like, too many. <laughs> it was just one of those, like, crazy relationships to where you have a very, very strong attraction, but y'all mm-hmm. argue all the time. You fight yeah. each other sometimes. Like, it was one of those. So, I have, like, 5,000 stories with that one particular person. Oil and water type of relationships. Child. Yeah. And I mean, occasionally those can definitely make for some spicy adventures. So I, I yeah, really ain't mad but at they're it. all short lived, you know? Yeah, for nope. sure. You can't, that's not sustainable. Uh, uh-uh, not at all. So yeah, that's, 
that's a wrap. But, you know, still friendly when I see him because I yeah. still do sometimes. Exactly. I am dead. And, you know, you a good Christian woman now. You don't get right. those type of shenanigans anymore. Clutches pearls. Obviously. Like, I don't, uh, sips no. tea, puts prayer cloth <laughs> over knees. Right. So, crosses, yeah. crosses at the ankles. ankles. Crosses at the ankles. Real <laughs> Meghan Markle with it. But once right. upon a time, you know, you was living right and it's like I still do live but it's like you know now I'm in a relationship so like you live with your man then yeah. but before it's like early early 20s single life you're popping you're you know right I'm with the shits always I love it I'm <laughs> so glad you hit us with the hotel this is such yes, a good girl. one anybody that comes on the show after this yeah they're gonna have to, to step share it up. their hotels they're gonna have to step it up y'all gonna have to come correct if you want to be on hotels because Kenzie just popped it smooth off <laughs> I personally have never got in my life in an elevator, but I like would like to now. I'm like I'm feeling away. Yeah, I mean, just um, you know, put down the elevator emergency thing that like makes sure nobody gets on, and then just turn oh, it off when you're done. See, that is write that down, y'all. Right, that's a major <laughs> pro tip right there. I have a friend that's a fireman. Oh, girl, you know Marv. Marv yes. would be so offended if he heard us say that. Put right. the emergency down. Seriously. Seriously. Oh, God. We'd probably get texted at the same time, like, excuse me. Right. Rude <laughs> AF. Right. He's going to group right. chat us talking right. about rude as fuck and unsafe right. and irresponsible. <laughs> but whatever. He's not on the show right now. Shout right. out to you for hitting us with the very first hotel of, of the course. Get Rich or Get Drunk Tribe podcast. I appreciate <laughs> you, player. Yes. Love you so much. Obviously, so proud of you and everything that you're doing. Love and. You more. Um, let me plug your glasses really quick. Oh, yes. I got time for that. Please, fucking do. <laughs> so tell me the name of the shades again, because I know there were different style names. You got the Capri Stunner Shades. Okay. So, um, tell the little story. Yes, little story for the people. So um, Asia was, I don't know, the Amalfi Coast. You know, just in Italy, just living her best life, yes, chilling, honey, I was. flicking stunting, it up, stunting, taking yes. pictures. True and she story. had like these, literally, I was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing on a Tuesday. Cool. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Love my life. <laughs> Dead. But yeah, um, had these gorgeous glasses on and I'm like, um, madam, <laughs> no, you're on vacation and all that. However, where but did you get those? <laughs> Hello. And come to find out they're her company and she has really, really bomb stuff. The glasses I love, I haven't been anywhere to wear them just yet because okay. Seattle's kind of boring. Yeah. But, but you did as that when you I moved go, there. Hello. <laughs> Again, whole nother conversation. The shades, though. <laughs> yes, that's that electric 87.com. Get you a pair, ladies. Get so you a, would you t- I mean, people don't listen. They don't, they don't believe me when I tell them. How Pop you a pair. They're, and gorgeous. they're gorgeous. And they're versatile. And like okay. one wouldn't think that because of like the decor of them, but they are. Like you could wear that on a yacht like you did. You could wear that with like an all black, like sickening bodysuit just pumping Ooh, through. With, like cute. some, you know what I mean? Like you can. You could do that with a cute top, ripped jeans, heels. Like, you could do that with a lot of different things, even though they're, so like, really, really blingy. Yes, no, they're mom. And yours came in, like, three days, right? Because you got express shipping? Yeah, they literally came in, like, two days or something. I remember, like, I texted you mad late. Like, I think I need to. Because I was supposed to go on this boat party, but it was cold here. Like, it got, it's basically fall oh, already. Right. I remember, I remember, I remember. Yeah. Because you know so, I don't play. Um, if somebody orders from me, 
that's just yeah. going out in the morning. Like, yes. So like, I thought I needed them for that weekend and I got them way before I needed them, but I just ended up not going on to the event. Which sucks. Well, I am but, so glad you love them. It's electric87.com friends. I will put the link in the show notes to the glasses that Kenzie got. How can people get in touch with you, Kenzie? They want more Kenzie, like everybody else on the planet. Well, I don't have any more. I mean, I have hotels, but like, I don't like if you guys follow me, just not for hotels. I mean, just in general. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying, like, they probably expect from my story that I'm like this real, like, woo, you know, I'm not going to your former life, but you still a bad bitch and you thick AF. So people just look at you. I'm just saying, y'all don't expect fireworks, bitch, because I'm boring now. (laughs) We boring over here now. But anyways. Um, Snapchat, Instagram, and uh, what's the other one? Twitter at Kenzie London, and that's K I N S E Y, and then London like the city. Yes, as it should be. I will be putting all of that info in the show note links for you guys because I know you want to keep up with all my cute ass friends. I got y'all. That's what I do. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Kenzie. I love you, baby. Of course, we'll talk boo. very, very soon. Okay, love. All right, boo. Bye. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> Yay. This is feeling like a miracle. Okay. Pause, pause my software. Okay. Press play. Hasn't the game of tennis done enough?